So at the beginning of March, Business New Zealand released a report which stated that without policy changes, our tightest ever labour market will get tighter. The Census Partners, the Future of Workplace Supply report was commissioned by Business New Zealand, who also did a survey in September last year, which revealed labour shortages were the biggest concern for New Zealand businesses. The Future of the Workplace Supply report reveals New Zealand's need for workers will outstrip supply by a quarter of a million people by 2048. And of course, various measures are suggested in this report to solve the problem. The most obvious solution in the short and long term is immigration. It became glaringly apparent during the pandemic just how heavily we rely on sourcing skills and labour from the international market. Always have, always will. According to Business New Zealand Chief Executive Kirk Hope, we are in a global war for talent and New Zealand's labour shortage is the most intense in the OECD. He says this report proves there is no slack in our labour market. So it was with delight and concern... This week, I read about the changes to the youth mobility visa, with the UK coming into force earlier than expected. So the scheme currently allows New Zealanders aged 18 to 30 to work in the UK for a year and live there for two, with pretty much the same arrangement for UK citizens coming here. It's now been extended to include New Zealand youth up to 35, and with living and work rights extended to three years for both countries. And this was supposed to be in place by the end of 2024. It's now kicking off in June, July this year. Now, I'm a lover of the OE. Being a borderless island tucked away at the bottom of the world is beneficial during a global pandemic. But the draw is strong for our young. And as it turns out now, not so young. 35, being called a youth, I love it to broaden their experiences personally and professionally on the other side of the world. The OE, it can be a life-changing experience, an adventure, an opportunity to work out what you want from life. Many return to New Zealand with attitudes and skills that benefit local-based businesses. So it's a good thing. The changes will be well-received by those who haven't been able to get away for their OE, or those frustrated with the cost of living and housing in New Zealand. But I wonder, in this climate... What impact this news will have on employers? With a tight labour market, is it more frustrating than normal to have young workers who you may have trained up leave and leave you with the challenge of finding someone to replace them and starting again? The OE has always been tolerated in New Zealand as many return, enticed home by family and our Kiwi laid-back attitude, the outdoors and ease of living. Aside from the family connections and outdoors, I'm not sure the allure of an affordable laid-back life here in New Zealand is a drawcard anymore. And this works both ways, right? UK citizens currently on the similar visa here in New Zealand can too extend their visa from July 1st. So not only do we need to encourage Kiwis to return, but we have to encourage UK workers to come and stay here and work in our hospitals and horticulture and, and hospitals and hospo, tourism. All those areas we know that we're lacking. We need to compete with countries like Australia, who made simple changes to the equivalent youth mobility visa years ago to bring both Kiwis and UK citizens to New Zealand. Now that is going to be a hard marketing campaign for this government to pull off. But with the current labour shortages and ageing population and stiff international competition, they need to make policy changes. They need to be competitive. They need to make the process more seamless and they need to offer more incentives and they need to start now.